0: For one more beer for me, exile means quality so savagely We come to you from the Exile Brewing Company studios. I am John Miller. want to say a big thank you to Exile Brewing Company for coming back and jumping on board with us as a sponsor, an anchor sponsor again this year, the second year in a row. I think both sides believe it worked out fantastic for one another, so Exile is back, and we greatly appreciate that and look forward to uh, sharing more about Exile as this year goes on, and some of their uh, their new tastes, their new flavors, their new brands that they'll be featuring this year. Wanted to do a podcast here, flying solo tonight, uh, but we will begin to increase the frequency uh, of the podcast per week. During football season, I think you're probably looking at a minimum of four per week, not unlike what we did a year ago, but I think we'll start to uh, push those up. Not really ready to talk a football podcast, Iowa football podcast, just yet as far as a topic Media Day is going to be this coming Saturday. I record this on Wednesday, the second day of August, so Saturday the 5th is going to be Media Day, and then on the 12th will be the Kids Day, so you'll have more and more opportunities and more things to talk about. But today, I kind of want to talk about um, the Iowa basketball team, and I know that might throw a few of you for a loop, but Fran McCaffrey held a press conference today. Talked about some things. Talked about a couple of topics that I've been thinking about for quite some time. I mean, I wrote the article back on June 21st titled Fran McCaffrey's Minutes Challenge. And I think Fran McCaffrey has one of the biggest coaching challenges of his career on tap for himself this coming year because this is the deepest team that he's ever had at Iowa probably the deepest team he's ever had at any level of coaching, and it's one of Iowa's deepest teams I can recall in my lifetime. I'm not saying that means this Iowa team is one of the best Iowa basketball teams in my lifetime, but I think probably players 1 through 13, well, I guess 1 through 14 potentially, if you talk about Connor McCaffrey, who's red-shirting, could maybe play the game of basketball at the Big Ten level. Macy Daly still has a lot to prove. Christian McCaffrey has to get consistent. Dom Yule didn't have a great year last year. Ryan Creener did a good job at tie. So the rest of these guys, I think we know they can play the Big Ten. This is a deep team. McCaffrey was asked this question on Wednesday. I'll quote the question. You have a very deep team. I think 80% of your minutes are returning guys. One to 14 could legitimately play. A couple of years ago, you had a deep team too, but this one may even be more deep. Have you, McCaffrey, been able to use some of these practices to identify a little growth in one person and separate, meaning one person in one position? Here's McCaffrey's answer. No. I think truthfully, it's probably gotten worse from that standpoint. It's become harder. But, you know, I'm a firm believer in overtime that will manifest itself. What I'm going to try to do on this trip is a completely fair dispersal of playing time. Not get this, not get to any, this is my starting lineup, this is my next three, this is my next three. These guys aren't going to play as much. That's not the case because nobody, in that la- nobody is in that last group right now as I see it. So what we'll do is we'll take the games... This game, these four guys aren't playing, these guys are, then that will change. Dom's is going to play all the games in Germany because he's from there. We'll mix the others up, and when we come back, it will really be a pretty even situation in terms of who played how many minutes. Okay, that's not a bad idea. This is a developmental trip that I was taking over to Europe, going to play in Germany, going to play in Italy. I think maybe Switzerland, not exactly certain of the third place. So that's a good thing to do. I mean, you're not really, who cares if you don't win a game over there against the pro competition? You really this is all about um, this is all about getting better. So that's the challenge that McCaffrey's going to have when you know the calendar gives way to November and the season starts. There's 200 minutes in a game. 200 available player minutes in a game unless you go to overtime, obviously. Then you would add what? 25 more, something like that. So 200 minutes amongst, I don't know 13 players. So a couple, maybe seven or eight weeks ago now, I took a stab at trying to create a minutes budget. And the first part of this exercise, I entered in how many minutes I thought the players would average. And, you know, whether it's a starting five, I really don't care about starting five. These first five players I'm going to mention, I think, are going to play more minutes than the other guys on the team. Got Tyler Cook at 26 minutes per game. Last year, he played 24.5. Um, Isaiah Moss, I've got him at 26 minutes a game. Last year he was at 17-1, so he takes a big step up. Obviously, Peter Jock leaving fills some two-guard you know, there's some two minute, two guard minutes available, which is really where the most minutes are available is in the backcourt. Jordan Bohannon played 29.6 a year ago. I've got him at 31. Some of you may say, well, he's going to play 35 minutes a game. There's only been two players for Fran McCaffrey during the Fran McCaffrey era that I think have averaged over 32 or 33 a game. And that's Aaron White and Matt Gatons. I think Gatons did it twice. He was good, but it was also out of necessity. So I don't think that you um, you can make that assumption because that's just not been commonplace in the McCaffrey era. 31 minutes a game. Maybe he gets 33. Potentially could. I could see that just because there's not a lot of depth at point if I give him 31 I'm taking a couple away from some other folks and you're going to see in a minute how challenging that is Nicholas Baer he played 23.8 minutes per game last year I've got him at 26 minutes per game this year I could see that number being even higher for Baer Cordell Pemsel 19.3 minutes per game last year I've got him at 24 minutes a game this year I think he proved to everyone that he's worthy of that time he has offensive creativity and an old man game down around the basket. He just has a knack. He's a glue guy too. And I realize that Luca Garza and Jack Nunji, the two freshmen, they're, they're going to get minutes. So we'll get to them in a second. But let's let's continue this. So basically, out of that, you know, I don't want to say starting five, if you will, but those first five that I mentioned, they're consuming 133. Of the available 200 minutes per game that leaves 67 minutes available for what eight other players 67 minutes available for eight other players you see the problem here and some of you were probably thinking i was underselling minutes wise for bear or bohannon ahmad wagner i have him at 14 a game he played 16 a game last year brady Ellingson. i've got him at 18 he played 14 last year but again guards again some guards are going to play Dom Ewell played 14.6 last year. I have him at eight. Maybe eight's too many. Ryan Creener played 8.4 last year. I've got him at 14, and he was the third leading scorer in the primetime league. And really, you know, as Rob Howe and I talked about a couple of weeks ago, really impressive performance. Um, Christian Williams, he was at 12.8 last year. I've got him at 16. Macy Daly at 7.6. I've got him at 12. Again, there's minutes to be had in the backcourt. I've got to play some guards. Now I'm down to the two freshmen. Nunji and Garza. They finished 1-2 in that order with Nunji leading the way. 1-2 in the primetime league in scoring. Nunji was the MVP. Both of them averaged a double-double. I've got them for 15 minutes apiece in this exercise. Now, this exercise was about me putting down what I thought minutes would be. Now I've got to do the math. It's 245 minutes is where I'm at. And as I told you before, you only have 200. I'm 45 minutes over budget. Who are you going to cut minutes from? Because really, Nunji and Garza, they may play more than 15 minutes a game. Who are you cutting minutes from? i got to cut 45 minutes down right now as it is. Say I don't play Dom Yule one minute. Just bench him. Don't play him. Not going to happen, but I'm just saying so there's eight minutes. So now I'm down, gosh, I'm going to have to do math on the fly here. I'm down to 37 minutes now. Say I flat-out benched Ahmad Wagner. I'm down to 23 minutes over budget now, and that's not going to happen either. Say I flat-out bench Meshi Daly. Now I'm down to 11 minutes over budget, and that's not going to happen. Those three guys aren't going to play zero minutes. But I'm still 11 minutes over budget. You see the problem? This is a huge problem. It's a huge problem. Because those first five players that I mentioned, Cook at 26, Moss at 26, Bohannon at 31, Bear at 26, Pemshel at 26. The only way you're going to play 13 guys is if those first five guys' minutes I mentioned that I think are fair for all of them go down. Or if three guys on the bench play zero minutes, you're not redshirting Nunji and Garza. It's not happening. I guess Daly and Williams, one of them or both of them, I mean, they can't both. One of them could redshirt. But I, there's too many bodies. Next year, it's going to be worse. If all the players return, that could because only Dom Yule leaves. And then you're bringing in Joe Wieskamp from Muscatine who may be the most prolific scorer in the history of Iowa high school basketball, who may be the most sought-after recruit in the Fran McCaffrey era, Maybe he may become McDonald's All-American before it's all said and done, and he's going to be a two-guard for you where there's going to be minutes available, you got a worse problem next year. And, you know, Connor McCaffrey could be eligible to play there, although I, I still say I don't think he plays a minute. For Iowa basketball. I think he's just such a good baseball player. Th- this is a huge, huge deal. And there's no way that McCaffrey can dance through the raindrops on this. Some feelings are going to get hurt. There's going to be some people transfer after the season's over. It's, it's, it's just going to happen. And that's not because anybody's getting run off. It's just there's no minutes there. I just told you. I, I benched, didn't play one minute per game, Ahmad Wagner – Dom Yule or may she daily and I'm still 11 minutes over budget so this is this math doesn't work out so good luck to Fran on that particular um, issue Fran was in um, mid-season superlative form today at his press conference um, just using words like spectacular and fantastic to describe you know Garza and Nunji and Cordell Pemsel. Not sure if Pemsel's going to play on this trip as he continues to recover from offseason. Oh, what's that called? Groin sports hernia surgery. So, Fran McCaffrey saying that this is easily the deepest team that he's ever had uh, in the post, saying we have more low post scoring threats than we've ever had. So many guys that can score. Inside, and it's true. They do. It's one of those things where you wish you could almost make trades. You know, I'm just coming out of the baseball trading deadline with my Kansas City Royals, so my mind's still in that mode. You know, Iowa could Iowa could trade a couple of big men for a fantastic guard if it was allowed in college. I'm not going to sit here and say who you, who'd you trade and who'd you trade for. It might be a f- fun podcast, but there's really no point in that. I was just, you know, they have their their deepest front court of any time in my lifetime, in my opinion. I think back to Lorenzen, Ed Horton, Brad Lowhouse, Gary Wright. Those four were the primary front court players for Iowa in that 86-87 season. Those guys were all really good. I mean, most of them had a cup of coffee, at least in the NBA. So, And, and Lorenzen was there for a long time. I don't know that these guys are as good as those four, but there's, there's more of them. McCaffrey saying that Bear might be able to play some three minutes. So it's going to be a heck of a deal. Just an absolute heck of a deal for Fran to uh, balance all those minutes. And that's really what I wanted to jump on and, and talk about today. It's been going through my mind. And I also wanted to try out the new uh, Exile Brewing Company uh, sounder off the top and make it a music bet out of it as well. So we killed multiple birds with a single stone. And hopefully, you know, it was somewhat enjoyable for you as we're beginning to bust off these cobwebs. I haven't done a solo podcast for a long time. And of course, with the instant reactions, those will be coming up. There, it's a much different uh, conversation that you have when you're doing something like this by yourself. Then if I'm doing it with Dave or if I'm doing it with Rob or if I'm doing it with Wolfgang, hopefully Wolfgang makes some appearances. You really kind of have to have a conversation with yourself. I mean I'm sitting here in a room by myself right now. The house is all to myself and I, I'm using my hands. Um, it's, it's like I'm, you're sitting here next to me and I'm talking to you. And it makes it – hopefully it makes it conversational when I do it that way. I'm just pretending there's someone in the room with me and, and maybe that makes me a little psychotic as well. So we're blowing the cobs out here with this one. Thank you for listening. And again, everything that I just said, I mean, this is friends got himself a huge problem. Playing 12 to 13 players is too many. It's too many. I don't think it will work well. I don't think that that is going to be the optimal way to field the team. I think 10 is stretching it. 13 is insane. But who's he gonna turn down? I mean, it's like, you know, when somebody asks you who your favorite child is, do you love things about both of them? You can't make a, a judgment like that. So it's, it's not going to be an easy thing. Not at all. All right. I will talk to you soon. and I'll be back again this weekend. Maybe some audio from Iowa Football Media Days as well. As always, thank you for listening to the, the uh, HN Podcast. And thank you to Exile Brewing Company for once again, Being a host of this podcast, and if you are interested in getting your business, your widget, your product, your service, your brand in front of during football season, uh, twenty-five to thirty listens per episode, which puts us oftentimes in football season when our podcast drops. That means when it's released onto iTunes, we rank number one in the United States of America in the high school and college sports category. Uh, because you guys are great. Iowa fans are voracious, love their podcasts, and there are a lot of good Iowa podcasts out there. So if you have an interest in potentially advertising, shoot me an email, uh, jdmiller71 at gmail.com. We'll talk to you soon.